nothing about this is a good thing. Just throw me in jail now. <laughs> this is this is why I get scared. Gingerbread. Gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we both went there. Welcome to the Things I Got Wrong podcast. I am your host today, Rachel Miller. Here today also we have my wonderful co-hosts, Ryan Bott and Stuart Hopkins. Hello. Hi, everybody. And we have two of our favorite people back on the show. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Hi. Oh, my gosh. That's such a nice intro. Uh, I'm Raylene. I'm Sydney. And we're from the Still Sleeping Podcast. Still Sleeping Podcast has been on here a whole bunch before, and we're so happy to have them back. Thanks for having us. We love doing this. It's so much fun. We have guests again. No, this is great. Party time. (laughs) So much people for activities. So much people. (laughs) How's everyone been? Excellent. Good. Dead silence. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everything's on the up and up, right? Yeah. This this should be a great show. Um, I'm hosting today, if our wonderful listeners can't tell. Um, I am fueled by a massive pina colada and a Red Bull, so it should be interesting. Nice. Ooh, wow. That is, that's the kind of energy I want to be bringing to my life every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the energy I bring to my life when there's none else to be found. I've just got a sparkling water over here, and I feel like kind of lame now. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited about it until I heard what you're drinking. Now I'm like, oh, okay. No, these come out of... I was going to say, at least your water's sparkling. That's true. It's got Mine's bubbles plain. and I put a lime in it. So I'm feeling See, at least no, pretty that, fancy. That's yeah. fancy. That's fancy. Yeah. I'm feeling... I've got a classy vibe going. <laughs> it comes through in the audio for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you could just hear my classiness. <laughs> It is. I'm super excited. So I, I, we're going to dive into some trivia with Rachel leading, but uh, I think we have an opportunity to uh, not just go round robin again, but to actually go uh, pair up into teams and go into all-out war. So uh, yes. who's going to die against the other side? Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't the Christmas episode, Rachel. <laughs> I didn't know we were sacrificing <laughs> our, our lives. I'm, I'm, I'm still a little salty. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm, I'm pretty lenient, guys, with teams. I like people to be happy. I like people to have fun. Who wants to be teamed with whom? Or do I have to choose for you guys? Oh, dang. Ooh. Oh, man. Random. Last time we used a, a pack of dental floss to flip in lieu of a coin. That's <laughs> oh, right, we my did. gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, I do not have a pack of dental floss within reach. I am sorry. <laughs> well, I feel everyone. like we should pit the still sleeping crew against each other. So I kind of want to team up with Stu, honestly. Sure. That okay. sounds good to me. All right. I was going to cool. say Raylene is basically dead to me, so I will wow. partner with Sydney <laughs> and we will take over the world. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, man. The rivalry begins. <laughs> Although we missed a real opportunity to pair the R's and the S's together. <gasps> oh. oh. Ouch. It just but means now I have to come R and S against R and S. Yeah, that's true. There can only be one. R and S V R and S. I apologize beforehand if I'm really bad at it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm terrible, too. You... We were all equally going to make the same disclaimer. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I have really worked really hard to, to um, make this game doable. I am fully aware that most of my trivia is done in a way that no reasonable person, including myself, <laughs> could answer it. So I have made a really strong, concerted effort to make it easier. And I don't know if I fully overcompensated, but, you know, I cross my fingers and say, if they had fun, it's worth it. Yay, train wrecks. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I just talked about what I was drinking this evening. <laughs> nothing about this can say to me. Nothing about this is a good thing. Is that what you were also drinking when you were writing these questions? <laughs> uh, no, no. Oh, that okay. was, I was writing these questions when I was on night number three of four and a half hours. Oh, no. oh great. Yeah. Fueled by <laughs> sleep, <laughs> deprived, uh, non-caffeinated minds. This is going to be good. So I ready. did review them, though, when I had some sleep. 
So nice, nice. And then I chose not to make any changes. So we'll see how well my decision making skills play out. I'm excited. Okay, so this is going to be Ryan and Sydney versus Raylene and Stu. Woo! Let's do this. Battle of the RNSs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, this could oh. get ugly. Watch out. This is going to okay. be awesome. Okay. Well, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out which team's going to go first here. And let's do something fun. Let's do a very Rachel thing. I would like everyone to tell me the last time they watched a true crime documentary. <laughs> like three weeks ago. Never. Mm, mine's probably also three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't together, weirdly enough. Yeah. I watched oh. the uh, Cecil Hotel one on yeah. Netflix. I'll be gone in good the one. dark. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Also a good one. Well, and I know Ryan doesn't watch them. Last time <laughs> I saw one was when I came out into the living room and you had one on and I just walked right past it. <laughs> he was okay. like, nope, no thank you. <laughs> Since that was a bust, and this is going very well already, uh, when was the last time any of you guys watched a history documentary? Oh, no. When did I graduate? <laughs> <laughs> history documentary. Hmm. Does a YouTube video count? Yeah, I watched I the Michelle video, Obama yeah. documentary thing on Netflix on my flight over. There you go. You might have that the most sounds recent. good. Modern okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I will give you that. Ooh. So, um, team Thanks, number. Obama. <laughs> we're just going. <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and alternate teams. Each question. There are four rounds of six questions, and uh, we're going to start with uh, Ryan and Sydney. Ready. Ready. And since um, each one is um, each each team, feel free to talk through your question. And then um, if you can't get it, we'll bounce it to the other team to try and answer. Round number one is, as usual, general trivia. So, uh, Ryan and Sydney. This week, it was reported that the University of Oklahoma and the University of Texas were in talks with the Southeastern Conference um, to leave the Big 12 and join the SEC. Near simultaneously, Rumor has it that these talks are not actually serious, but an effort to get a better deal from which broadcast corporation who has contracts up for streaming their football games for both schools this year. Jesus. Um, I'm going to heavily rely on Ryan for this one. <laughs> this um, dominated the front page of Reddit for several days in a row. I know everything except for the very obscure detail you want us to answer. No, no, no and, and the reason why I say dominated it, it wasn't just the talks that dominated it. The name of this corporation in its relation to talks, like, was front, like, was the leading headline after the initial rumor came out. So the thing is, I never exactly know what Rachel is asking when it comes to trivia questions. I would say, I mean, there's the NCAA, <laughs> but that's not the streaming service. So if we're talking about streaming, could be ESPN. I think Broadcast Corporation. Oklahoma stuff is Fox. And I think that would be considered a broadcast, con uh, like Fox Sports. I assume that falls under a broadcast corporation. So I would say Fox Sports or Fox. Is that your final answer? I'll back him up on it. All okay. Right. <laughs> um, yep. Two points to Ryan and Sydney there. Yeah. Hey. It is Fox. Nice. Um, Fox has been streaming both OU and Texas games for a very long time. And uh, OU is notoriously extremely angry with the noon TV slots they keep getting. Hmm. And so the biggest rumor is they're trying to talk to the SEC because the SEC has their own specific media contracts in order to get Fox to move and to get negotiate better. Mm. So uh, that was, I found out about that on the front page of Reddit and uh, fell down a rabbit hole. Nice. And, uh, now I'm Wonderland. So, <laughs> question. The intricacies of sports. Sports ball. Sports, sports ball. ball. Which, frankly, is a miracle. I don't, yeah, sports ball is 
something. That's something I know. <laughs> it exists. Question number two to Raylene and Stu. But that rhymes. Um, what country has the highest GDP? Ooh. GDP? Gross domestic capita. Oh. Oh, excuse me. Gross, Gross domestic, domestic, domestic product. product. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I would... Th- China? I don't know if it's China or... Gosh, Taiwan? Um, no. Uh, would it be Pakistan? Um, Singapore? Country- no, not Singapore. Thank you. <laughs> uh, whatever country... I believe it's actually whatever country produces the most oil. Um, Saudi, oh, Arabia. Saudi Arabia. There we go. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Geography. Um, I would say that that's my, my bet, um, but I don't know. <laughs> sure. I'm good with that. That feels, that feels like a good guess. Cool. We're going to go, go with Saudi Arabia. Unfortunately, that one is incorrect. <laughs> Ryan and Sydney, do you guys want to have a go at it? What do you think of Sydney? Oh, uh, you know, my first instinct was China, but <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I'm on the same page. I like the oil angle yeah. there, but yeah. I, I would suspect it's... Pro- I mean, China has the biggest population. And it's... I mean, at one point it was considered an emerging market. I know there's only small parts, so it's probably, but it's still probably either China or, or the U.S. Let's go with China. All right, we can lock in China. You guys were so close. Dang, so close. It is actually still the United States. Oh, we are still have the highest like value of like production in the in the world. I'm very surprised by that. I had no idea. Yeah. I was too. I was actually expecting to see one of like the OPEC countries immediately when I was doing some research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it was either that or to see like Liechtenstein. Like <laughs> I was I was expecting <laughs> one of those really two. Yeah. It's not per capita. Per capita per person may may move yeah, that into like a you know Liechtenstein mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. But total, yeah, that makes sense. I got to get out of my own head. It's always the second guess and then it's always wrong. <laughs> Well, that's why we're here to get things wrong. It's true. This name didn't come up out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Question number three Um, Ryan and Sydney, what message did Jeff Bezos write on his hand in an official image released from his recent space flight this week? I don't know this. (laughs) It's the only picture I've seen of it. It was probably condescending to all the service workers and warehouse workers. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. He just wrote "suck it" on oh my <laughs> "suck <God>. it, nerds." <laughs> suck it. <laughs> that would, that would check out. Yeah, um, I don't know this. I, I would either. probably. T- I I don't know. Thanks, employees, or something like that, in this very condescending way, or like to the moon. I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Maybe um, something that's supposed to be uplifting, but it's from him, so... It's <laughs> just very Orwellian coming from Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yep. It, it was just a smiley face. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Stu and Raylene? Stu, do you know this? I have no idea. I don't oh spend time God. on the internet anymore, really. I than work. <laughs> No. I mean, it might have been something like Hi Mom, too. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, we can go with Hi Mom. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Good God, Stu. You are on the money with that no. one. What? No. It is Hi Mom. Um, one of the other no three way. passengers is his brother, Mark Bezos. Are you wow. kidding me? How did you me? just yeah. guess that? Because it's so the it dumbest thing mom. you can do. That is insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> that sounds right. It's the only picture of the flight that I have seen. Oh my God. Great wow, job. That's incredible. Two luck. points there. Holy cow. <laughs> oh my God. Nicely done. <laughs> That was really, really incredible. That um, was. So uh, that goes back to... Well, it stays here. It goes to back to uh, Raylene and Stu for a 
history slash sports question. Oh, man. What is the oh. first officially recognized organized sport that is still done today? Oh. Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> my first intuition is football or soccer, but... Hopscotch. Shot put? I don't know. Right, that's what I was thinking, too, is like, oh, it's probably... Or like pole vaulting, I don't know. Right, or like even just track, like running. Oh yeah, just <laughs> like, running. Oh, that's that's Rachel, really a good one. When you said organize, does that mean group or just no? General no, it sport? just means like actually recognized as a sport, like Got as it. opposed to the fact that I make a sport of sarcastic comments. Well, I think it should be recognized <laughs> as a sport. This one is actually generally recognized by the populace as a sport, not recognized by the IOC. No, unfortunately not. Mm. It's because uh, they're missing out, really. Yeah, definitely are. <laughs> um, I, I feel like track is a good, is a good guess. Yeah, either track or like archery or something like marksmanship or something. Oh, but, archery, that's a good one. But I mean, people were running before they were shooting bows and arrows. <laughs> but True. I don't know. I don't know what would be classified as an organized one, though. Um, right. I don't know. You pick. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go with track. That is correct. Uh, two points to you guys fire. there. Oh, nice. um, so I was looking on several different websites. I kept seeing other things around. But what I ultimately found and kind of compared was, you know, based on cave paintings, historical records and whatnot, we have running. I, I called it track, but it was kind of running races. And then it's wrestling. I was going to say wrestling. Oh, Wrestling, oh, archery. Archery, we, we believe, is older than wrestling, but we have more records of wrestling as a sport before archery as a sport. Got it. Rather than just as a means to live. Right. And then <laughs> the next one is what is believed to be the precursor to soccer, which would have be, been a um, sport played in ancient China. Wow. So. That's cool. super interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, guys. Okay, question number five to Ryan and Sydney. A bottle of olive oil is believed to be the oldest one intact ever found at about 2,000 years old. Its stunning preservation is likely due in part to the fact that it was found in Herculaneum, a, a city buried and preserved after this disaster. Thinking, uh, <laughs> history is not my strong suit. Uh, either Mount Vesuvius or Pompeii being destroyed, but that's in Italy. I think Mount Vesuvius is in Greece or Turkey-ish. Those are not that close together, but <laughs> um, I think I, that's yeah, the closest thing I can think of. Let's go with that one. All right, okay. uh, the uh, eruption of Mount Vesuvius. That is correct. Two points Ooh. to you guys. Nice. And uh, for our viewers now, Ryan and I have been planning a trip where I keep saying I really want to go to Pompeii. It's right outside of Naples, Italy. And I say Pompeii is the city that was buried from Vesuvius right outside of Naples, Italy. And who got and the also, points right? And also <laughs> that Herculaneum is right nearby. <laughs> I just saw like something on Herculaneum recently, like showing like all the like, like how it was preserved so much better than some other like archaeological sites because of how quickly it got covered up or something. Oh. It's really interesting. It's like it's one of the best preserved archaeological sites ever because of the nature of the pyroclastic volcanic flow that hit it. It hit it so fast that things like the wooden shutters survived and you can see the beams that separated the floors and the houses and the oh, things cool. that went onto the roofs and and various things and it was buried so, and herculaneum was a much smaller town than pompeii and then naples was just built on top of it so it's actually very little excavated because the city is just on top of it yeah i think i was hearing too that like it's also better preserved because they um they know so much more about the methods of archaeology now that they're unearthing that where like some of the others weren't preserved as well because of techniques and stuff that were used exactly hmm. it's very fascinating yeah it is really cool herculaneum herculaneum <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so Raylene and Steve, you guys get question number six. I had to throw in a French question in here. Um, I thought this one is funny because it's an idea I still kind of find funny when I think about French, so maybe maybe it works. <laughs> we'll see. In French, what level of schooling does college refer to? Oh. Um, what level of schooling does college refer to? Is that high school? Because, I mean, university is like actually what Americans call college. Oh, um, I have no idea. <laughs> My bet's either middle school or high school. Um, I hope that's the kind of answer that she's looking for. It, it is like, okay. Like I'm not, I'm very lenient with answers. In fact, some of the answers that I give, it's like for myself, it's like this general idea. Hmm. Got us. Yeah, I would say like middle school. I feel like like eighth grade, maybe. Yeah, let's do middle school. That sounds good to me. Okay, you guys again, Sweet. right on the money. <laughs> it is. It does refer to middle school. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. I was gonna say uh, un, deux, trois, four, cinq. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. Perfect. College. That's college. College. <laughs> Look, Ma, I got a college degree. I can come to five. <laughs> college. <laughs> That's what it feels like when you go to law school so you don't have to do math. Yeah. <laughs> college. That's also how it feels to go to art school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, nice job, guys. That is the end of round number one. Now we're going to get into some more specific trivia. Our second one, because I completely misunderstood when Ryan told me who was going to be on the show today. So our second round is just called Women. <laughs> Women. <laughs> Women. I love it. Women. <laughs> um, it come, the title, of course, comes from a showing Ryan watched of the Avengers. Uh, when he was alone in the theater here in Chicago, there were only a few other people there. And in a scene when all the female superheroes kind of come on screen, some guy just <laughs> shouted, women! No, <laughs> I love it! Kind of. Oh, women! So I went to a matinee showing by myself of Avengers Endgame. And during the whole time, there were you know, a handful of people. And there was this older man who was just like, wanted to talk to everyone and was just asking him who their like favorite people were like superheroes <laughs> i wanted to talk about them and then at the end like right before they have the big scene where like basically everyone has their like moment of scene where i liken it to like the last day of high school where everyone's their pictures taken with everyone you know it was like <laughs> all the you know black panther and everyone from wakanda came into the scene and there were a couple people who like you know put their hands up into the the x thing and then spider-man came in and this old man just goes oh spider-man <laughs> and then they have all of the females get in and do like their you know their big pose or they go and attack and then all of a sudden it's kind of you know that scene is happening and then there's this older lady i don't know probably in her 50s or so in the back who just goes women <laughs> oh i love that. <laughs> and it was the best part of the whole f of the whole film for me. <laughs> she was just feeling like the just the yep. love of women. <laughs> That's so, great. So this round is all about women. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about a famous woman, and I'm going to ask you either for her name or some other fact about her. These are all very famous people. Nice. So starting off with Ryan and Sydney. This poet read her poem on the pulse of mourning at the inauguration of Bill Clinton in 1993. That's it? Yep. Who's okay. the poet? Uh, I do. Know. This is uh, Maya Angelou. That is correct. Two points to you guys there. Nice. I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> Just say women in the background. Women. Yeah. 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 Correct. <laughs> That's all the answer is. It's just women. So women. minus two points for not just women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't engage in take backsies. Uh -huh. <laughs> Question number two to Raylene and Stu. 
Madeleine Albright broke many ceilings when she was appointed as Secretary of State. However, she actually served in a high position in the federal government prior to being Secretary of State in 1997. What previous international position did she hold? Director of Foreign Affairs. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm sorry, that is not correct. All right, that's fine. I don't feel too bad about that. (laughs) That was a real shot in the dark. But women, am I right? (laughs) Women. Women. Um, um, that might even not even be a position, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it is one. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, I don't remember this answer either, other than Secretary of State. Uh, yeah, I um, don't know. I feel like maybe, I want to say, I don't know, it could be off base, but I remember like maybe a cabinet position or treasurer or one of, the, uh, that's not the exact title, but kind of yeah. vaguely remember something treasurer but that may also be completely off i'm sorry that is not correct prior to being appointed as secretary of state in 1997 she held the position from 1993 to 1997 as ambassador to the united nations um where she famously well she worked really hard but they were famous uh blunders made especially with regards to rwanda or allegedly uh, not by her fault, but due to working with a cabinet that didn't want to do anything. Mm. I feel like that would have come up in Parks and Rec at some point. I feel like that's something a lot of people want to sweep under the rug. (laughs) No, just Madeline Albright being in that position. Oh, well, I think... Not the tragedies of Rwanda. (laughs) (laughs) I think think, um, what it is is that for a long time, the ambassador to the United Nations didn't have a lot of power. Hmm. And oh. so, like, even, like, less, though, than an ambassador to another country. Hmm. Um, and so, I think the, big, the biggest glass ceiling she broke was when she was appointed as Secretary of State. Right. Okay. Cool. Ryan and Sydney, what wife of a famous founding father started the first orphanage in New York City? Oh. A founding uh, father? Uh-huh. It's Hamilton's wife, right? What is her name? <laughs> oh, I'm the worst woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what is her name? You got this. I, I mean, I would say last names count just fine. They do in every <laughs> I, other I, I'm situation. Mrs. Hamilton. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm really lenient here. Yes, yes, you can have Mrs. Hamilton for I two mean, points. This is Eliza Hamilton. Eliza. You know they called her Mrs. Alexandra Hamilton at that point in time. Oh, oh yes, oh, gosh, she yeah. didn't get to go by her own name. No, no. And all male, like an all male that she got sent, whether or not he was even supposed. to any part of the intended recipient oh, was yeah. still Mrs. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, yeah, for sure. Why name us? No, no. <laughs> Women. 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 Good job, Sydney. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so this one is going to be a little bit harder, but um, Jeez. I, do, I do encourage you to take a very high level look at it rather than just details, if that makes sense. Like, take a very high level approach to it so um question number four after having her son at only 13 years old margaret beaufort fought for over 25 years through the wars of the roses until her son henry the first was crowned king of england this started what famous family dynasty of english royalty can you repeat that for all of us? <laughs> <laughs> After having her son at only 13 years old, Margaret Beaufort fought for over 25 years through the Wars of the Roses until her son, Henry I, was crowned King of England. This started what famous family dynasty in England? Oh, I no idea. Uh, um... I will give you guys a hint here because I was a little scared. I would focus your attention on the fact that it is Henry the First, if that's helpful at all. The Dynasty of Henrys. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, I I'm, I don't even have a guess honestly for this one. That's. Uh... Yeah, 
I'm drawing a complete blank here. No idea. I mean, I can't think of like the last name or anything. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Um, Ryan and Sydney? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Um, Come on, Ryan. What's the last name of the current Queen Elizabeth? It's not the same family dynasty. (laughs) All right. Come up with an English last name. Uh, (laughs) Make it fancy. English last name. (laughs) It's also a style of architecture, if that matters. Baroque? Uh, Gothic? Modern? You kind of see them in kind of fairy tale style houses. But gingerbread. gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We both went there. <laughs> this is this is why I get scared. Um, guys, this is the Tudor. These are the Tudors. Oh, oh my gosh! I knew it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Once we so heard that's, it. That's why I focus on Henry the first because everyone knows Henry the eighth is a Tudor, and so I was hoping that putting the number in there would help. Um, but. I think we all need some tutoring on this subject. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, question number five goes to Ryan and Sydney. In Monty Python and the Holy Grail, what is a female compared against to determine whether she was would float and is therefore a witch? It's a goose, right? Ryan? <laughs> Rachel's the Monty Python expert here. Oh. <laughs> uh... I'm pretty sure it's a goose. We can go with that. <laughs> See if she floats, right? <laughs> it is not a goose. I'm no. sorry. Do you guys want to take the rebound? Oh, yeah. No, I know what this is. Okay, go for it, Stu. It's a duck. It's, oh, not it's a, a duck. It's a duck. It is Aww. a duck. You this knew. one I was not going to be sorry. lenient on because it's such a famous movie oh, and the duck okay. scene is one of the biggest ones. <laughs> Dang it. You're so close. close. That's fine. <laughs> I wanted to ask a question about this, and I was like, famous women, famous, oh my gosh, famous women in a scene in a movie. <laughs> um, and then at some point, I can't remember what she says, is they start talking and they like zoom in on her, and she's like, ah, this might as well happen. <laughs> when they decide to like burn her as a witch. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Last question of our famous women round. Using her book, Silent Spring, what female environmentalist pioneered in advocating against the dangers of unregulated pesticide use? Um, She is most famous for her book, Silent Spring. Unregulated pesticide use. I mean... Bravo I, to her. I don't yeah, know. I was gonna say like I like her already, yeah, but I have no idea. She sounds great. Um, hmm. Taking down Monsanto, dude. I don't. Yeah, I I'm think not. Think of an environmentalist right now for some reason. <laughs> yeah, other than Greta, but like that's. I don't think that that would be it. No, unless Greta was born in like 1904. Yeah, I I don't think that she, yeah, already wrote a book and everything. Um, She probably has. Well, she might have at this point. Yeah. Um, um, Yeah, no, I don't know. Sydney and Ryan? The only name that's kind of coming to mind, but pesticides throwing it off, but is like Jane Goodall. It's not Jane Goodall. No, she was named for, um, I think it was gorillas, right? Orangutans. Yeah, I think so. Believe yeah. Yeah, one of chimps. Chimps. I think yeah, chimps. Maybe, yeah. Which don't include gorillas. No. I think. Different. Whole different thing. Watched a lot of David Attenborough documentaries <laughs> in my life. <laughs> that's that's about the best I, I have. Well, this is actually her name is Rachel Carson. Oh, I know the so name familiar. and I know I the know. book. I didn't know much about it until I did a little bit more research, but Rachel Carson. Nice. So um, that is halfway. Ryan, do you have our scores? Uh, I do. And the scores through two rounds are exactly eight to eight. Nice. Balanced game, guys. I I could do it. This is great. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. Um, So now we're back for round number three. This round is called Blank and Blank. I have oh. taken duos that go blank 
and blank, and I want you to give me the two things. They could be two people. They could be two items. They could be a person and an item. They could be a show. They could be a book. But they are very characterized by the blank and blank. Um, with the exception, for the most part, they are all um, one word on each side. Um, two of them have two words on the other side, but they're very obvious, those two. Okay. So. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so Ryan and Sydney, question number one. A heavy metal commonly used in interintentional poisonings meets the average family secret you expect to find from sweet old ladies in this comedic play. Can you repeat that? <laughs> A heavy metal commonly used in intentional poisonings meets the average family secret you expect to find from sweet old ladies in this comedic play. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, arsenic? <laughs> and it was, I first heard metal, I thought it was be iron and wine. <laughs> That's what I thought <laughs> too. That's why I started laughing. Um, so a metal and so a sweet so sweet grandma in a old in a play so this is this is a play so like i haven't made up any of these combinations okay. these combinations this is the name of the play that i'm looking for it's blank and well, blank so blank and blank is the title or with the right answers this is the title of the play yes but then, right. so that's how these questions are formulated is okay. i start with the thing that is blank and blank and then i, I wrote see. the question around it so there's a play it is an award-winning play i think there is also a movie that was made after it starring Cary grant so we have cats and cats is. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. That's a musical. Uh, Not a play. Gotcha. <sighs> I hardly know the difference. <laughs> uh, one has music. Play. The Nutcracker. <laughs> that and one also has music. I know. Dang it. <laughs> can, you, can you say the second part again? A heavy metal commonly used in intentional poisonings. Meets the average family secret you expect to find from sweet old ladies in this comedic play. So, recipe, maybe? The secret from sweet old ladies? (laughs) Like a family recipe? Hmm. That famous play, Arsenic and Recipes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's well known. (laughs) Everyone knows that one. (laughs) Yeah. Wick, uh, like wicked. Um, can't think of any other like, yeah, obviously poisonous ones. Although I, I know there's a lot. Raylene and Stu, would you like a guess? Okay, Stu, what do you I, do? You have any ideas? Because I'm thinking the metal might be mercury. That was that. Well, that was my thought too. Was yeah, it's either lead, mercury, or like tin. Um, but I don't think that tin would be used in intentional poisonings. Mercury mm. makes the most sense. Yeah, Mercury is what made the most sense to me as well, but I can't think of it. I don't really know plays that well. Oh, me Musicals maybe, but plays. Mm. Mercury and something. What was the the old lady hint again? Like a family secret that you'd find with old ladies? It's the average family secret you expect to find from sweet old ladies in this comedic play. Average family secret. This is a clue heavily geared towards the plot of the play. Mercury and murder. (laughs) (laughs) And mayhem. And mayhem. I feel like it might be like uh, like an affair or something like that. Or like a a child or something. Hmm. But I have no idea. Yeah, no, me neither. That doesn't seem like an average family secret at all. <laughs> so I'm going to actually give one point to uh, Ryan and Sydney on this one. Oh. Hey. Because they did get the first word. Okay. Um, the title of this place: Arsenic and Old Lace. Um, oh. It is oh. Cool fa- name. It is about a young man who moves in with his very elderly aunts um, and then finds out that they are luring young men in 
and killing them for their money and Whoa. burying them. Women. Go get Women. it. Women. <laughs> I'd, and, I'd watch and that. the whole thing is about this younger family member who has no idea and who's learning. It, it's a comedy about these sweet old ladies and the family <laughs> secret wow. that they're killing men for murder. I mean, for money. Nice. They're killing them for murder. <laughs> they just really murder enjoy murder. Money. little combi. I love it. Okay, um, Raylene and Stu, you might walk down one of these in your house in search of this food product to prep overnight for your breakfast, or maybe you're just a famous music duo. Hall and Oats. Two points to you guys right there. <laughs> nice. nice job. Yeah. On it. That was gotcha. a that was a fun one. I like the way that one was written. That was cute. I've been waiting a long time to do this round. Really I've been trying good. to branch out into more puzzly rounds, which is I'm a very type A personality. Well, you're doing That's, a great job. Yeah, these I are these are mm-hmm. great. Super I'm fun. very excited. Ryan and Sydney, if you're going to paradise, you might you are going to the proverbial land of these two food products. I'm pretty sure yep. it's milk and honey. The land of milk and honey. That's two yeah. points to you guys. Nice. Raylene and Stu, question number four. If this legendary hero of Germanic legend, who shares a, fir- shares a name with the first part of this entertainment duo, were a French king, the second part would also apply to him. If this legendary hero of Germanic legend, who shares a name with the first part of this entertainment duo, were a French king, the second part of the entertainment duo would also apply to him. So it's Sigmund and Freud? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The final answer. Are you sure that is your final answer? Are we sure, Stu? Uh, yes, because I oftentimes get this duo like messed up in my head of Sigfield and Roy. <laughs> so I need you to answer this one, Raylene. <laughs> okay, Sigmund and Freud. That is incorrect. No! <laughs> Ryan and Sydney. The, the uh, Vegas duo with Tigers is Siegfried and Roy. Oh, <laughs> Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> Whoops. And, um, Siegfried is a huge hero of Germanic legend, and Roy, um, also pronounced Wa, is um, oh, wa, oh. Wa, is uh, means king in French. Oh, oh. oh I did not. That's know interesting. That. Yeah, I yeah know. no idea. So voila, there. Um, you guys were so <laughs> close. I wanted to give you a chance. I feel like this oh, is man. a Berenstein, Berenstein. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It like is. A Mandela effect for we me over here. Sigmund and Freud. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is to uh, Ryan and Sydney. To get this question right, you'll need to clean up those dishes with the first part of this comedic cartoon duo, and then you get a prize of a sticker in the shape of this, which is the same as the second part of the duo. Comedic? Can you say it one more time? To get this question right, you'll need to clean up those dishes with the first part of this comedic cartoon duo, then you'll get a prize of a sticker in the shape of which is the same as the second part of the duo. Comedic cartoon duo. I mean, dish. so Dish Soap, there's Dawn and Ajax, but I don't, I can't think You'll of need that. to clean up those dishes with the first part of this comedic cartoon dish duo. Um, it's not like SpongeBob and Patrick, is oh. it? Oh. <laughs> because he's a sponge and he's a star. <laughs> SpongeBob be. and Patrick. <laughs> If it's not, then it should be. <laughs> it, it is. I'm going to give it to you guys. Nice. Two points to you guys. Nice. I wouldn't have got that. That, that was, was like, really it's a good. star. I, I know. But I was like, I don't know anyone named Star. You get a little like, oh. star. Nice. Yep. It's better than what I was thinking of Don and Jerry. Don <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry. Oh, that famous cartoon. That famous, yeah. <laughs> <knockoff> cartoon. <laughs> Um, I don't want to watch the bottle of dish soap anymore, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down and watch it. Be grateful. <laughs> okay. Um, Raylene and Stu, question number six. 
all of the previous questions were about two things working together. But if you want to put these next to each other, it's like comparing these two food items, meaning they're too different to be compared. Is it, App- is it water and oil or vinegar and oil? Uh, I thought it was apples and oranges. Oh. If apples compared- and oranges, you're right. I'm dumb. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Not dumb, something. but like I was just like completely on a different train of thought comparing... You're right. Apples yeah, and oranges don't apples listen oranges. to me. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that is correct. Two points to you guys there. It's like comparing apples and oranges. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I like oil and water too. I'm, they I'm separate. No. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go for the most obvious thing. I, went, I was like, okay, vinegar and oil. <laughs> I like where your head was at though. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, guys. Um, for our last round, I could not help myself. My last round is entitled, Do You Know the Law? And so these are really, really high-level questions about legal things. Just throw me in jail now. (laughs) (laughs) So high-level. It's not illegal Um, to not know the law, Raylene. (laughs) Oh, okay. Thank God, because I probably don't. It might be illegal to listen to Ryan when he says stuff like that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, It should just be... Yeah, they're very, very high level. Things that I thought were kind of fun. Question number one to Ryan and Sydney. Who is the current sitting Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court? Is it a man or a woman? <laughs> it is a man. man um... <laughs> a man or a woman? Women. Oh, gosh, I can't remember their names. Uh, it's not Stephen Breyer. It's not... Um... Not Sonia Sotomayor, because it's a man. <laughs> uh, that is a good observation, Ryan. Is it Clarence Thomas is one, but it's the other one. It's there's one more, and I. There are a few more, but I know what you're well, talking about. Well, I know, about. but uh, <laughs> clearly we can roll a rule a few of them out. I can't remember who the main one is. Uh, Jesus. I don't think it's Briars because he's the one who's most likely to step down next. It's not Clarence Thomas. There's one more, and I don't know who it is. Um, Stu and Raylene, do you guys have a guess? No way. I'm <laughs> Absolutely sorry, not. I would just be making up a name. <laughs> well, this one is one you actually might succeed if you made up one. Uh, this is John Roberts. John. Oh, man, I was oh going to say John Smith. <laughs> this is one you might get if you just made up a name. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I could have probably named eight and not gotten the ninth one that I needed. <laughs> John Roberts is very... There's nothing extreme about him. He's easily and forgettable. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and he's also in charge. He does what he's supposed to, which is follow the law and if the law is working well there shouldn't be surprises what more could you ask for in a supreme court justice who currently sits on the bench well not doing law. things that concern you because they're surprising yes <laughs> um now you guys know there are nine of them um, and i often forget one every time i have to name them <laughs> so back to a uh, really and stew what's the difference between a felony and a misdemeanor uh well like the severity I, of the crime but right, the, uh right, the <laughs> i think that's the technically what's the difference um i mean oh geez other than like where your court case is tried at yeah i i don't know the difference except for the severity of the the it's crime the same here yeah um sydney and ryan any thoughts <laughs> well, I get the feeling it's the severity of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> it may not be. Don't listen uh, to anything I'm saying. I believe I just in said throw me in jail before the we law. start this. Bird law. Yeah. A bird law, yeah. Um, Say more words. I knew a guy growing up who quite literally did space law, and space I've law. never Whoa. met anyone who operated in an area so cool since. Right? And Dang. And I think I missed out. (laughs) Space pirates. Um, Um, uh, Severity. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, the severity does factor into it. A misdemeanor just has a maximum sentence of one year. A oh. felony is just anything above that. Like, not wow. to say that you will get that, not to that, say that somebody wouldn't get that. Like, I had it just no as idea. the maximum yeah. is. Got it. So rack up How your misdemeanors. Right? Oh. <laughs> or <Ew>. just nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's really interesting, though. Yeah. I had no idea that that was the difference. Sydney and Ryan, in Scotland, it used to be illegal to wear this type of pattern or fabric if you were not in a particular family associated with that pattern. Name that pattern or fabric. I say pattern or fabric because my Google results sometimes refer to them as pattern, sometimes fabric, so I'm considering them one. Okay. So I was going to say kilt, but that's the product. That's the item, not the yeah. pattern. So pro- I, it's either plaid? plaid or argyle, but I think argyle Ooh. is the cross-hitched thing. It's like socks are argyle. Yeah. <laughs> socks. I'm going to give you guys plaid. Um, I was thinking tartan, but I, thi- I think you're right with plaid as well. Our mm. Scottish listeners, please correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> So two points to you guys there. Um, Question number four to Raylene and Stu. If an attorney does not practice criminal law, what kind of law do they practice? Civil law? That is correct. Two points to you guys. Thank you, Raylene. (laughs) No problem. I like how Rachel does a good job of just and putting people out of their misery. And just yeah, like, she's just like, oh, yeah. I'm just like, great job. I'm not good at vocalizing when I'm trying to think through an answer. I, I think of my mind as like a filing cabinet. And so like I get asked a question, I go look in the filing cabinet. You pull it and out. It's there or it's not. And then you're asking <laughs> yeah. me to vocal, vocalize the question. And my thought process is, well, I don't know it. Or I do know it. Fair. It's like that SpongeBob episode. Yeah. Yes. Where they, they threw out everything, but his, his, we threw out his name. Fine dining and breathing. Breathing. Yep. That's all he had left. <laughs> okay. Um, so two points to you guys there. Woohoo. This is one um, that, well, this would be fun. Sydney and Ryan, what type of government is the United States government? Struggling. A what? what? <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> I thought oh you said gosh. something dr- drungling? Drug- uh, maybe. You're that not sounds wrong. about right. I'm You're not the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> what type of government? Oh, you mean like a democracy? <laughs> <laughs> a judicial government? A democratic government. <laughs> uh, Stuart Raylene. <laughs> I mean, I... Stu, I don't know. I was thinking ju- judicial, um, but uh, I, yeah, I have no idea. Okay, I'll, I'll put say, you guys out of your misery. Okay. Um, I found a document <laughs> released by the government that says your government, and it says we are a federal representative democratic republic made up what? of 50 states. Wow, that's a mouthful. Wow, I know. Don't try to make t-shirts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're trying to make everything harder than it is, which is par for the course. Right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the government. Um, <laughs> all right. Last but not least, um, Raylene and Stu, what is the general gist of the Third Amendment to the United States Constitution? The general gist. The, the general and, gist of the third one. And uh, let's see. After I you guys know what answer, the third one is, and I know what the second one is. Yeah, I know. Just, just give me a moment. You got this, too. Um, it's not the the like the quartering soldiers. Um, um. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're. Yeah, talking no. About, yeah. I think, I think it I, is something with the quartering of soldiers. Um, oh, that you have to like house them or. I was gonna just. I was just gonna say like I think it's something along the lines of like, you don't have to let soldiers like with like militias and stuff i i don't know it's something no, about the restriction the of ordering yeah yeah gists yeah <laughs> yeah two points to you guys there Woo! i will have no. what i wrote down here um was you can't stay here 
<laughs> that is um, quite with an exclamation point. That is quite literally what I wrote down nice. as the answer to the question. Nice. Sweet. We have to make people so mad when they listen in. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I it's basically the government can't force you to house soldiers. Yeah. Oh. Right. They can't mm-hmm. basically can't take over your home and property to house soldiers. Right. I couldn't remember if that was the third or the fourth one, but that, that was the one that came to mind. Fourth is that unreasonable search and seizure. That's right. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. But third just never gets used. Um, so funny story. Earlier this year, um, when you know chaos was happening, as it has been, but you know more chaos than usual chaos mm-hmm. um, was happening, and there were a whole bunch of national guard in the capital. Lawyers who don't even do this kind of law were just getting so excited because you learn in law school that nothing happens with the Third Amendment. <laughs> nothing happens nothing's happened since the revolutionary war with it there are no court cases on it there is nothing and then people are like it's the third amendment oh my You're gosh like, the third amendment. break glass oh, in gosh. case of emergency it's the- right <laughs> it's like we're watching i'm not a constitutional lawyer i don't do this stuff this is exciting they start ringing the bell they're like it's the third amendment <laughs> it's, it's like, happening I, I don't know how else to describe it other than like an infectious disease specialist like watching ebola or something with excitement be like i can't be excited about this but oh gosh it's interesting as if there's that nothing is. that's happened in the last 18 months that's similar oh my gosh. i didn't want to make that comparison <laughs> I wanted a little more distance. Ah. <laughs> um, well, Ryan, that is our game. How are we doing? How are we doing? We're all How? struggling officially. You can't but... stay here. <laughs> you can't stay. You can't stay here. Legally, per the Constitution. Per the Constitution. Uh, the scores here. are quite close. They are 14 to 17. And uh, Sydney and myself taking home the big win. Nice. Ooh, nice congratulations, job. guys. Uh, like good job. RNS1. RNS, finally. Interesting. Good job to everyone. This is a super fun game. Uh, but high five, Sydney. Thanks. I'm going to say you hard carried us. <laughs> and, I mean, I didn't. Ha- I needed I needed the help too here. So kudos on those questions, Rachel. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, those were really fun. You did an awesome job. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I was very worried because uh, my questions tend to be on the harder side. And I've had more than one round where not a single person can answer a question. <laughs> and so I was like, well, this will be a very interesting game if it just goes <laughs> with no answers at all. So I'm really glad, guys. Um, and thank you guys so much for joining us. I hear there's an Etsy store out there. Oh my gosh. I, hear about. <laughs> I heard it through Heart. through the wind and the mics. Uh, yeah, I started an Etsy store. This is Sydney, by the way. <laughs> it's called Strangely Made Works. I'm selling art prints and stickers at the moment. I'm hoping to uh, start making enamel pins pretty soon. Uh, yeah. They're really cute, guys. And if you're like a fan of like creepy still sleeping stuff or cute stuff, just check it out. You're going to love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Y- you can follow me on Instagram and uh the other one, Facebook. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> and the other <laughs> at, places. Uh, strangely Made Works. And Twitter at Made Strangely. <laughs> these are really cool. Thanks. I like these a lot. I bought the stickers for my water bottle and they're amazing. Ooh. I also gave each of them a name that is not the name of the actual <laughs> stickers. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I gave them my own little pet names. <laughs> I love the that. Little, the little wolf is Chomp Chomp. Chomp chomp. Oh my yeah. gosh. Sorry, Sydney. It's going to be canon soon. It, it's okay. I'll have to <laughs> it in the shop. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And um, you guys can check out Still Sleeping Podcast. Uh, where where mm. can we find it? Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play at Still Sleeping Podcast, and you can email us your dreams to be professionally interpreted by two <laughs> best friends who 
have no qualifications to do so. <laughs> we will both wear blazers. While we, we will it, both wear blazers, which makes us highly professional. <laughs> um, but you can email us your dreams at stillsleepingpodcast at gmail.com. Nice. Thank you, guys. And- also, before we go, I finally got the link to work because I learned how to spell. This, <laughs> these stickers are awesome. <laughs> yes. They have... <laughs> They have shiny things in them, and they're really cool animals, and I'm totally buying, like, one of each. <laughs> Yay! Go for it. I didn't know they had shiny things. Oh, my gosh. The shiny was, is the best part. Shiny things. I was Their too eyes by glow. the fox print. I also have so many questions about all of this after the show, too, but these are really, really cool. So we, we will put a link in the show notes so you don't have to be a dum-dum when spelling like me. <laughs> <laughs> I encourage everyone to check that out. And you guys can also check out our show on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also at thingsigotwrong.com. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram, both under the same names. And uh, until next time, thank you guys. Ooh. Yay, women. 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 <laughs> women. <laughs> women. <laughs>